Guys, good to see you. Welcome to the Cineboys Podcast, part of the Cork Bats Podcast Network. If you don't know what Cork Bats is, be sure to follow them on social media at Cork Bats on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Uh, Cork Bats on YouTube and visit CorkBats.com. And we are the oh, there. You got to be quick on the draw with the with the song because there's no way to just like let it just play once. It just repeats. I'm sure there's a way to fix it. But anyways, um, yeah, we are the Cineboys, the movie TV gaming branch of Cork Bats. Um, keep up with us on social media at Cineboys on Twitter and Instagram. And of course, we're a podcast. So please be sure to rate, review, subscribe, share with friends. We want to grow. We want to get big. You know, we want to make it just and, and that requires help. So just maybe think about sharing Say, hey, I found this movie podcast. It's really great, really funny, great personalities, good times. Anyways, I'm Kenny. I'm one of the co-hosts of the Cineboys podcast. And today I'm joined by two out of my three other hosts, Mob and Kevin. Mob, Kevin, how are you guys? Great. Just just, just dandy. Yeah. It it you seem it. I, I that's how I normally seem. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> yeah, 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 let's go. All right. Well, I'm glad you guys are here. Um, let's Stop do it. this. We haven't done it in a while. Maybe we should talk about what we're big on. I'm nervous because I have a feeling Mob and I are going to have the same thing and I don't have a backup. No, I'm going to let you have that one. Okay. Uh, well, I'm gonna, even though I don't know what I'm big on. So go to, go to Kevin. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to start with Kevin then. So Kevin, let me ask you this. What are you big on? I'm a reading boy. Oh, I read. I know how to read. Um, my favorite, um, it started out as a trilogy, the Red Rising trilogy. We've touched on it before. Kenny, I believe you're working through it right now. Yeah. I read this one. Ooh, oh, that's the best one. That's the, that's, that's I've, the I've heard the third one. one's the best one, but they're uh, all the best. They're, they're all really great, but they're all awesome. after having just reread both those, I like the second one better than the third. There's one. so much action. I'm not very one. far. Makes me want to run through a brick wall. Oof. Okay. Cool stuff. So I really like the first you wait. one. The first one had so many twists. It was first great. one's the, phenomenal. Oh, the you second think the first one, one had is, twists. The first one's different than the others because that one's kind of Hunger Gamesy, just in the way it's set up. The, yeah, this one's just like. the world explodes. And anyway, I'm big on the Red Rising um, series. The newest, the sixth book just came out of the second trilogy. Well, um, it's not I, a trilogy. The second. Well, I guess it's yeah, it's four a, books. Yeah, idiot. I guess it was originally meant to be a trilogy. Now it's gonna be four books. He's splitting the last book up into two books. So um, it's still a trilogy. Still a trilogy, just with kind of how Harry Potter was seven movies, but with eight movies. You know how that and goes? like seven books, Dune, eight movies. Dune yeah. is gonna make the movies of Dune is gonna be three movies now, which I don't know if we've talked about that. Maybe we'll talk about it. No, today. we haven't. But it's based but, off of two of the books. Anyways, yeah. continue. All good news. Um, but I've just been I've been reading. I like to or read. Or like now. how we are getting fast <laughs> ten part two and oh, three. God. Anyway, so fast you ten is a trilogy. Yeah. Yes. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> the worst trilogy ever made. Um, so yeah, I I don't really have a. I think it's my favorite uh, book series ever. Um, I'm a simple minded fellow. I like things that move quickly and had. I don't know. There's lots of violence and death and twists and turns, and it holds my attention because I have the attention of of a snail. Do snails yeah. have good attention spans? Probably not. I don't know. Um. Anyway, it came out on last week sometime, and I've been staying up too late every night reading. I fell asleep reading last night because I'm dedicated. And um, that's my thing with reading is if I'm really tired, it's not happening. No, yeah, like, I'll sit there and I'll stare at the page, or <laughs> in my case, the Kindle, and mm. I'm I I'm physically reading words. My brain is not yeah. understanding what I'm reading. So a little life hack that I, it's not even a life hack. It's just a way to spend more money. Um, sometimes if I'm really invested in a book, I'll buy the audio book and the book book, and I'll read the book as the audio book is playing to me. So it makes me read and. I don't know. It's because I'm uh, probably because I, again, have the attention span of a goldfish and I just yeah. can't concentrate on anything. It's like, oh, I wonder what's up on Twitter right now. I better check that <laughs> after every page. So, um, yeah, I um, I found that 
with reading what helps me is that if after i read like a chapter of something or a portion of a book i look for a youtube explanation of that chapter or portion (laughs) because like i always am like i think i understand it's more for like really heavy books but like i think i understand what's going on but maybe like somebody explaining it to me will help a little bit more and i'm guessing that helped you with dune Helps me, yeah. with Dune, <laughs> me with uh, Dune Messiah. It is currently helping me with Children of Dune. Sounds um, like me when man. I tried to read Shakespeare in like high school, just reading the spark notes after I read every chapter. I didn't read the chapters. I just read the spark notes. <laughs> so I'm not kidding. What I, what I do find, though, is that I find myself more invested in when I do that with a book. I find myself more invested with it, and it makes me want to revisit it. So I think yeah. so far it's a good thing. But it you're going to you're going to find yourself invested in this series. When I read it the first time, I finished the third one, and then the next day I just started reading the first one again. So I just read it twice in like three weeks. Um, it's so good, man! I'm so excited for you. I wish I could read it for the first time again. I'm excited to do it and go through it. Again. I don't want to overhype anything, but it's the best thing you'll ever read it or ever will read. So there's wow. that. Okay, there it is. Well, Kevin, I'm really glad you're here. Thank you for your big on. Did I stall long enough for Mob to go? Yeah, you, I think you gave Mob plenty of time to think of something. So that being said, Casey Mob, howdy! What are you big on, dude? That was <laughs> that was good. Gets one. me every time. <laughs> I don't uh, know why. I think I think the only reason I'm keeping it is because of Kevin's reaction every time. It howdy. makes me so happy. It gets um, me. I don't know. I Mob guess... knows where my funny bone is, and he likes to touch it. You heard it here first. <laughs> All right. Uh, you know, I'm just going to say I'm big on dad jokes. Uh, nice. That's we've good. been we've been kicking them around the office lately. And uh, yeah, mom's back in the office. How's that feel? Office mob. You know, it's nice to be around people. I'm not going to lie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's I, I found myself being like that awkward kid at school, like the new the new kid. I remember school how to is, interact. Yeah, he was homeschooled and he came in. <laughs> and so he's trying to connect with the people, but like, uh, he'll that. say something and everyone just looks at him like, what? <laughs> yeah, that's me. You're, you're reacclimating to society. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, it's uh, been five years. I'm not, I'm not doing well, but I'm also <laughs> not, not doing well. Right. It's a, Hey, it's a process. Anyway. Know? Um, yeah, dad jokes. So, uh, what is a kidnapper's favorite kind of shoe? K-Swiss. Uh, White Vans. There it is. <laughs> there there it is. is. Good one. Does K-Swiss still exist? Hope not. I don't know. Did anyone ever own a pair of K-Swiss? No, you're a specific kind of kid who had K-Swiss. Yeah. Hey, the website's still up. Hey, I would you assume know what? it's still around. Please I explain to all... me what the specific kind of kid who wore K-Swiss was. I don't know, man. His his name was Shane. That's all I know. <laughs> Shane, um, if you're listening, what you up to, buddy? So just real quick tangent on shoes. I need to ask you guys an honest question because I have, let me show you. I have these this pair of New Balances, which I think are great. And they're, they're really comfortable and they look cool. But I want to get your opinion. So hang on. If this, if you're listening to this in podcast form, we apologize. Oh, a fresh foam, yeah. Okay, good for you. So there's a story here. So I, the reason I show you those shoes, what do you just raw thoughts? What do you think of those shoes? Those are Crocs. <laughs> uh, there's a cat behind you. <laughs> What's up? She's like, what the fuck, dude? Uh, thoughts on those shoes? They look comfortable. What? They yeah. Do they look? So they look like normal shoes to me. Okay, cool. So that's that's. I'm guessing what I this thought. is a shot at your partner. No, no, no. It's not at all. This oh. has nothing to do with my wife. Um, it has to do with my wife's family, extended family. Oh. So I was in Denver last week, and I, I was wearing these. About. Yeah, I was wearing these shoes, and my sister-in-law's husband's niece is living with them and she's great that's we love too her. many steps away already i'm lost I'm yeah yeah it's <laughs> i had to think about it for a second so she's fantastic i i doubt she's listening but if you are abby you're the best but um yeah. Yeah. uh she saw me wearing these new balances and she had said like you give off really like a lot of dad energy with those shoes and i well, was yeah, like i mean that's probably true really 
I thought these I mean, shoes New Balance were is, cool. Well, you, okay. Here's I the mean, thing. What we think is cool is not what teenagers are going to think is cool, brother. That's fair. well. Also, I, I mean, New Balance is kind of the shoe guy in the group. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, sneakerhead mob here. Um, I mean, they're New fine Balance shoes. What they are? They're not yeah. like. They're not like, you know, what you're going to wear if you're looking to be cool. They're not cool shoes, but if you're a 30, a but I wouldn't guy, say they're dead energy. Yeah, no, that's that's my thing. It's like, I don't think they're like, I didn't buy them because I was like, oh, these shoes are cool. I bought them because they're comfortable, which right. as I'm saying this out loud, sounds very like a dad reasoning. That being said, I didn't get shoes that looked like I have like a, a picture in my head of what a dad shoe looks like. And, and their new is balances. Yeah, yeah, but there's this. True. Okay, well, but here's it's not the those. problem, though. Our version of dad shoe is not what the youth's version of dad shoe is anymore. We're dad aged now, okay, which is so unfortunate. Here's, I'm so things that we wear are going to be dadded out a little bit. Yeah. Um, nah, man. Like I got some hokas. They don't look cool, but man, I'm walking on a cloud. Yeah, but like, see, that's so th these are in the same vein. What what Kenny it's has comfort. are in the it's same comfort. vein as Hoka's. It's it's what you wear when you're trying to walk around or you're standing around. And like, I have a pair of Asics that I do that for. I would rather have Hoka's or even what Kenny has. But like, I they're not like, so what Kenny has pulled up, the top, yeah. top, top left. It's the, the that's Nike, a dad shoe. Yeah, the Nike, uh, what are those? Those white Nikes? Um, yeah. Well, monarchs. Here's a, the monarchs here's a are balance. dad shoe. Yeah, this that's is, a dad shoe. That's a dad and shoe. I think, and I think that's actually an updated version of a dad shoe to like yeah, what yeah. children would call dad shoes today. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. That's that's where I'm at with it. So, I, sorry, that was a weird tangent. It has nothing to do with what I'm big on, but I felt like it was just something that I needed to share and be mm -hmm. able to you know, bring to a group and honestly just get affirmation. No, you're not. No, I'm still you're cool. That's how old is, is how old is she? Abby, I believe, is either 18 or 19. I mean, so I don't know. She's she's cool. I guarantee you there's kids okay. walking around that are 18 wearing new balance shoes. Right. So. But they're probably wearing them like you know, yeah. what's the word ironically? Yeah. I don't know it's if they're wearing Kenny's shoes ironically. Not that, Ken no, these are shoes aren't dead shoes. Thank that's you. what I'm okay. saying. That's all I need. That's, that's that's confirmation. Bye, Kenny. Wow. wow. Now okay. it's just you and me. Now. Uh oh. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. That was weird. Wowza. We're still recording. Everything looks good. I must have hit a button. So sorry, guys. Um. Anyways, yeah. So um. Again, not what I'm big on. They're not dad shoes, though. We've we've come to. Yeah, we've come to a conclusion Consensus, on that. Consensus. Yeah. Um. Okay. So, guys, can I share what I'm big on? Sure. Please do it. Okay. It's actually what I'm not big on. And I think this is, you know, classic a, mob move. Yeah it's, yeah. it's what I'm not big on right now. And it, it just needs to be talked about because it feels like right now it's reaching like pandemic levels of uh -oh. being an issue. Uh oh. And that is people pulling out their phones and either filming or taking a picture of the movie screen in a movie theater. This is happening so much. Somebody Far did it too often. Somebody did it. And when I saw Barbie last week, they pulled out their phone, they took a picture and they left the flash on. So everybody saw it and the manager had to come in and basically say like, cut that shit out. But if you go on like Twitter and you know, There's the majority so of my Twitter feed is mostly movie TV related. Cause and I'm Chiefs. just on the Cineboys <laughs> Twitter most of the time and Chiefs mm -hmm. football. But, um, and there's so many pictures of people like, or so many posts of people taking videos of Oppenheimer or Barbie, taking pictures of Oppenheimer and Barbie and posting it on Twitter and, or X, whatever it's called now. Um, and it makes me so mad. Don't get me started on Elon. Anyway. Yeah. I think this is just a perfect example of, I mean, younger generation, just not growing up necessarily with like. I mean, they just have technology and they're so used to it. And without discipline, yeah, mm -hmm. <laughs> every part of their lives is online. And so they're just, I don't know, people seem to have less self-awareness in public spaces nowadays. And I think it's definitely gotten worse since 2020. Yeah. But you're right. The only time I think it's funny is if someone's in the front row and they send a picture of the distorted screen mm -hmm. and it's like, um, 
Alan from Barbie movie and his head's like 10 times bigger than his waist. That's there funny is, stuff. There Give is that, that video but... of the guy who saw Oppenheimer and IMAX and sat mm-hmm. in the very front row <laughs> and it looks super distorted. <laughs> I'm cool with that. But yeah, there's people that are taking. <laughs> yeah, that because it happened to me in Oppenheimer. The guy's flash didn't go off, but he probably took six pictures throughout the movie. And I was sitting mm-hmm. behind him. So his screen was just on. And I was like, yeah. Dude. So what's what's the point? Is it to be, say like, hey, here's proof I was at Oppenheimer. Like, I don't get yeah, it. I just. I and think, it's a like and yeah. and I saw a reel the other day of like someone who was in Oppenheimer and they recorded the portion of when the bomb like they hit the bomb goes off and they put a yeah. fart noise in there and it's like look I like yeah. fart and poop jokes more than anyone probably but mm-hmm. come on come on yeah I just want to you know just put it out there, put that energy in the world where like, I'm just not standing for that shit. And if I see it, like shout out, but anytime I see it, I'm going to report it. And it's Alamo makes it really easy to report anonymously. So shout out to Alamo for how they do that. But if it it weren't anonymous, would you report it? No, (laughs) because I want, I have a, I have a really, is really it like bad a, need. Is it like a number like you me. text or something like that? <laughs> no. So it's actually whenever you, you have a table at Alamo draft house and you have, you have like a morphine cards. pen that you just click. That'd be cool. Um, you, you just have these cards that you write, like you can write your order on during the movie. So like people aren't talking, like you literally just put it and there's a button you press and a red light comes on. So like your servers see that you're in need of something and the red light isn't like, bright enough to distract anybody else so it's kind of cool system but you can also like write a complaint like if somebody's talking or if like somebody's like got their phone out you can do the same thing write a complaint say hey this guy three seats down is being an asshole and then they'll (laughs) take care of it they'll so they they have a whole system so it's really great um but it's it's going to get reported if you're in a theater with me be on the lookout if you see me you know this is a no phone zone so yeah, it was um, it was jarring for me to see two movies that were full back to back. Yeah, full theaters, I should say, because I go to movies almost never where there's more than like five people in the theater. Yeah. So the fact that I had to deal with others around me was kind of like, why am I? Who? What are they doing in my theater? You know that kind of thing. Get off yeah. my lawn. But I will tell the story that um, I told these guys already. I had there were some major issues with Barbie. Yeah, let's and, have uh, let's theater mix up. Let's do our our Barbenheimer weekend memories. Let's just mm. talk about it. Kevin, go for it, man. So I saw Oppenheimer on Friday and that went off without a hitch. And then my wife and I went to go see Barbie on Saturday morning and we bought our tickets in advance um, because we didn't want to interact with humans. We walk up the yeah. movies at 1030. We walk in at like 1025 and there's no um it says theater eight which is one of the the big theaters that the theater we're in and we walk in and there's no the screen's not even on nothing's rolling and i was like that's odd they're usually playing like maria menuno's whatever stuff <laughs> um so it starts a couple minutes later i'm like all right here we go um it's like 10 45 and they're still showing commercials they haven't even gotten a preview yet so i'm texting the cineboys group chat i'm like this is capitalist at its finest. We're in with mm-hmm. the world is ending. I hate all movies. They're just this is the worst. So yeah. finally, the movie starts at like um, I think the movie was supposed to start at 1030. It starts at like 1055. And I'm like, all right, finally, here we go. Opening scene, just big explosion. And I was like, rut row. That's not Barbie. Uh, so I immediately get up and about half the theater stands up with me and they just mm-hmm. start walking out. We get out to the front. There's like three teenagers working at this entire theater for some reason. Yeah. Sounds um, right. Turns out anyone that bought an advance ticket, uh, it was theater eight. Barbie was actually showing in theater one. So we all go into theater one. The movie is 30 minutes in. We all stand up again. We're like, hey, that's not great. We're missing a third of the movie here. Yeah. Um, so we ended up having to <laughs> go wait for the next showing. But the next showing was like an hour away. So what they did was they just took a theater that had nobody in it. Some other movie was playing and they just started showing Barbie in that theater for all the people that. So it's probably like half a theater's worth. And we, started, we had kind of a private screening of Barbie and everyone in there. 
there was one lady that was the ringleader and we were all following her around like puppy dogs. And she was like, I need to talk to somebody because I am here and I'm wearing my Barbie stuff and I'm here to see Barbie and I want to see Barbie. And we were like, yeah, get yeah. him. And it's like the 16 year old kids like, I don't know. I'm so sorry. And it was it was it was a tough scene. I saw Barbie eventually. I didn't cry. A lot of people in the theater did cry. If I did, if someone said I cried, no, I didn't. They're a liar. So you cried? No. I I believe it, Mob. I did not cry. The way he's so adamant about it makes me feel like he's definitely telling the if truth. If anything, my wife cried and I didn't cry. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, see, this doesn't check out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you caught me. Maybe I had a tear or two. Maybe they uh, welled up in my... In my little boy eyes and they fell down my cheeks what's Fine. funny about your story kevin is that we we did our three big things on barbie i did that with tom and his mm -hmm. lovely life, wife laura you can check that out yeah. as well um they had the same exact experience which is mm -hmm. just well they went later that night and i mm -hmm. was like how can we do this twice turns out tom bought tickets in advance as well so yeah I so think maybe it was a fandango issue fandango. more than a, mm. than a uh, uh, I don't know. My, well, no, you're definitely right. It was for him. But. Like, if you've ever, the amount of people who are listening to this who have been to Forum is actually probably higher. Than probably, probably high. Like, <laughs> and so you understand that, like, Forum, it's this small little theater. Like, it, it's run by teenagers. Like, I'm pretty Forum. sure it's actually run by teenagers. Oh, for sure. And uh, to set the scene, it declared it has bankruptcy a, a couple of years ago, and somehow it's still open. It hasn't seen this much traffic since The Dark Knight Rises. Like, yeah, I feel confident. 20, in that. What year was that? 2012? Yep, 2012. Yeah. So it's been a decade. So it's been a yeah. decade. Maybe Avengers Endgame, maybe, but probably, probably. not even then. And yeah, for sure. And I'm sure they were just like, don't know what we're going to do. It truly, it's one, and honestly, it's one thing to have one movie that you're expecting a lot of people for. Yeah. But I don't think forums ever had two in the no. same weekend that they were expecting yeah, this many that's... people for. So like they these teenagers are like, what do we do? Like, well, I just want to get high. <laughs> by the that's time we got out of the movie, of a teenager. Yeah. <laughs> by the time we got out of the movie, it was, you know, like one o'clock or one thirty and it was much better staffed. So I think they didn't anticipate so many people going to morning movies. And when but, we showed up, it was three teenagers. The ticket booth wasn't even open. You had to buy your ticket by the concession stand. That was a disaster. Yeah. It was, the whole thing was bad. So, But it happened again later. Yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> that's the big a good thing. Point. Is that it happened more than once. Like nobody. The new like, shift came in and was like, I don't know what to do. And they're already high. Yeah. yeah They've been true. getting high all day like a teenager does. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah, well, Kids in what, a, what a what a harrowing experience. I'm glad you survived. Kenny, it. which movie did you like better? Oh, man, that's like asking me to choose. And I'm not asking kids. which is the better movie. I'm asking which did you like better? That's even a harder I question. I think Oppenheimer is the better movie if you made me answer. But I don't know if I liked it better. Um, Man, that's a really, really tough question because I... I feel I, I'm going to have to say Barbie, but here's why. Um, because Ben Shapiro hated it so much. No, it has nothing to do with I ben mean, Shapiro. that helped, honestly, if we're being honest with you. I guys. mean, it does drive my fury and rage. So it's like, mm -hmm. OK, cool. Ben Shapiro hates it. That means I'm well, honestly, it is like pretty one for one these days. If Ben Sh yeah. Shapiro gets really, really worked up about a movie, usually means I liked it. Usually means so, it's going to be awesome. Barbie. <laughs> probably really good. Yeah. Glass Onion. Last Jedi. Like all those, what movies could he have? I remember him being mad about Glass Onion, and I was just like, "What could we be he, mad about here?" He, he was mad about tweet. Yeah, he sent he out was... a tweet that basically said um, that the movie's a waste of time because there was like a twist in the middle of it that and the writing like, the was horrible. Yeah, and it's because like, of the twist. Dude, have you ever seen Mystery like a mystery movie has a twist? I love that. So he's a he's an all time dork, as Kyle would say. <laughs> Um, this guy is an all-time loser. Um, anyways, uh, yeah, Dork is it, a pretty it, devastating. Uh, it really is, days. but like, there's not used, really a we were growing up description of him. Yeah, if you just call someone as a dork as an adult, oh boy, yeah, it's it's it's, it. it's hard to come back from. Luckily, nobody's ever dropped that on me. Um, <laughs> I will say this uh, to answer your your question. I I think I'm gonna have to say Barbie, but it's because ultimately. 
Um, there's a lot of things in Barbie that like I kept like, well, I, I think the song I'm just kin, I think it just slaps. And seeing as how my name is Ken, like mm-hmm. I, I had it on repeat pretty much all week. <laughs> so there's no Oppenheimer's soundtrack, you know, is, is incredible, but there's no song on that soundtrack where I'm like, yeah, I got, I got to bump this on repeat. Hmm. So I don't know. I I think it's probably Barbie, but it's real close because Oppenheimer is fantastic. Probably if I'm going to set aside my, if I'm going to set aside my personal opinion on Christopher Nolan movies, because I have a personal favorite, it's not Oppenheimer. But if I set that aside, it is pretty easy to make the argument that Oppenheimer is, it could be his best film, his best movie. Yeah. Um, Better than the dark Knight. better than, you know, inception dunkirk the fact Um, that it was three hours and it didn't feel like three hours it is about as good of a review as i can give a movie (laughs) there are a few few movies that fit into that category and it's very hard to fit into that category and it does it uh i don't know the godfather feels long as crap it is but that's one of those ones that i feel is like Mm. i can watch over and over but I'm also, and there's a funny scene in Barbie about that. So like, yeah, go see Barbie. Uh, Mob, have Mob, you seen both of them yet? I mean, no. I was in Mexico last weekend. Yeah, so he has probably I haven't, seen them. I haven't gotten a chance to see either of them. Um, the movie theater near us now, like just down the street, which is awesome, does $6 tickets Ooh. on Tuesday. Oh, nice. So $6. we're we've already planned date nights or tuesdays and we're gonna go see movies um that's great if we want which is gonna be great for me so uh i want to see oppenheimer first um yeah i mean that's the i have to get that one well it's the order and like i have to see that one in the theaters so like if something were to happen to where like i couldn't get to a theater in a while like Mm -hmm. i I need to make sure i see that covid part two yeah that's but i really want to see barbie just because ben shapiro hated it yeah yeah you guys yeah, ever think about what would happen if we had like a new outbreak pandemic in like three months? I'm pretty sure the world would just be like, screw it. No one cares. Yeah. Well, I guess it, it probably depends on the severity of it. But if it's like the same level, if it's, as COVID, if it's same as last time, I don't think anybody's caring. I think even if, if, yeah, if it is whatever. severe, I think people are just like, uh, I, I, I think I think um, well, I don't I don't want to maybe we don't venture into that. What's the doctor on the show? Deeply. What no, mine is just based off of human reaction. I think it yeah. would drive the country apart even further. Oh, well, I don't, I don't follow your logic, but okay. How, uh, yeah, I didn't mean, to, I didn't mean to set us down this path. Let's yeah. keep going about movies. Uh, it, it would be uh, bad. Yeah, anyways. People well, I'm excited. I'm excited for you. It's kind of like going back to the book discussion earlier. Like, you haven't seen yeah. them yet, so I'm excited that you get to see them for the first time still. Um. I'm sorry that you had to slum it in Mexico and weren't able to hit up Barbenheimer weekend last weekend. But how was the Scott Stapp concert? I did not go. Ah, yeah, I probably so, like be there. Here's here's the thing: if if it were a setup to where I felt like I could have gotten up and left, I would have yeah. gone. Yeah, but it was in like this arena. I think it was like an acoustic show, <laughs> and like oh. you had to sit there. And I was like, do I want to sit through an hour and a half of Scott Stapp acoustic? probably not no 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 yeah. uh, anyways barbenheimer has but come and gone but you'll always be able to revisit the movies the weekend you know let's just be happy that it happened and not sad that it's gone you know what i'm saying sure anyways there's a lot of other things i kind of wanted to talk about today because it's been a while since we've just kind of talked about what's going on um guys we're in the middle of a strike mm-hmm. big strike mm-hmm WGA, SAG-AFTRA, both striking at the same time. Um, it feels like my my gut reaction is, as somebody who is neither in WGA or SAG-AFTRA, I'm like bummed out because I think we all know who the bad stuff. guys in this situation is. Um, it's typically the guys who are, you know, maybe CEOs of big studios who are extremely greedy and just even though they stupid. act like they're not. The and fact done. that the takeaway from Barbie is going to be let's make a Mattel cinematic universe just run me over with a Prius right, right. now. That's, that's going to be so bad. 
it's i don't need hot wheels and poly pocket with lena dunham i don't need any of that that's gonna be awful yeah i don't want to see that at all i have no desire um there's there's something special about greta gerwig and she's so smart yeah. she's such a talented filmmaker the takeaway should be give greta more freedom and money that yeah. should be the takeaway and don't put her in a position where she feels like she has to make a sequel to something she doesn't want uh, to make a sequel to i don't think now, she I don't, will i think she has said like she's only got one in her like that was her quote she's like i'm not saying i would never do it but like as of right now that was the movie i made and i'm good with it so if that's the case just leave it alone um but warren brothers is gonna get their grubby little hands on them ips and shit and make more movies um well see they can make them and then you know put them on the shelf for tax write-offs yeah oh my god <laughs> brothers it's like i'm it's like a it's a twofer because they're a, a catch-22 because man i hate the way warner brothers does business yeah. but then they have some of the best like ips that i care about and i want to watch like dune and, and like hbo is just hbo other than the idol really good you oh, know i haven't seen the idol oh yeah here's the thing I watched the first episode and got into about five minutes of the second episode of The Idol. Uh, it is so bad. I was like, I'm done. And they only did five episodes, and I'm pretty sure that's all we're ever going to get, and I'm okay with it. Yeah, it no, it's not coming back. Horrid. I mean, The Weeknd just is a bad actor. He's not good. And I love The Whatever weekend. his name is now. I don't even know what it is. Uh, Abel? Uh, Abel, Abel. Abel. Yeah. He's a fantastic artist, not a good actor. Maybe he can change my mind with something else, but it was really, it was really tough to come back from that. Um, so, yeah, I mean, if you don't really know what's going on with the strike, if you're not really up to date or familiar with how things work, you know, essentially different guilds within Hollywood, you know, you have a writer's guild, you have an actor's guild, you have a producer's guild, you have a director's guild. The writer's guild and the acting guild are both on strike. Lollipop guild. And a lot of what they're looking to do is, you know, obviously get better wages, fairer pay. Um, the two big things, uh, the big discussions that seem to be, you know, pretty much at the forefront are in regards to residuals when it comes to streaming. So basically, if you're an actor and you show up in a TV show and then let's say that TV show is played back in syndication on television, you get a certain amount of money every time that episode airs that you're in. Um, with streaming, it's a lot different because they don't really track it. And the other thing is, too, is that a lot of these streaming services, other than, say, like Netflix, aren't very profitable. So um, actors and writers are not getting paid residuals the way that they typically would. And essentially what they're trying to do is argue that they should uh, in these cases. Uh, and then the other big thing is uh, AI. Um, they are trying to put guardrails on AI so that, you know, these studios who would probably take full advantage and probably have already started taking full advantage of AI instead of paying somebody to write a show or star in it. Um, they're trying to make sure that put some guardrails up for that so well, i can't wait till we get a movie that's using ai in something and it's somehow uh, a huge mistake escapes everybody looking over it and there's just like a person with a hand coming out of their shoulder it's gonna be so ridiculous it's gonna yeah, happen I mean, I mean show me that fast 10 part 2 isn't written in it by ai prove it prove it yeah. have you guys seen this sorry this is a tangent have you seen the um What's the new Marvel show that sucks? Can't even know. I, I have it on. I have it. I was going to talk about it. Oh, I was okay. going to bring okay, it up. I'll save it then. I'll yeah, yeah. It. No, you're good. You, we're, we're definitely going to talk about it because that was going to be the next thing I wanted to talk about was the state of the MCU. But um, I will say this about the strike. It seems like it's going to go on for a long while. I yeah. feel like these studios have a ton of runway, so they're not going to cave to it. A24, although I don't know if you guys read this. Rocks. A24 yeah. already was like, yep, we agree to everything. So A24 is going to continue to make movies, uh, which is great. Um, so it just shows you that it's all about corporate greed because 100%. if a little studio like can, can do it, then Warner Brothers can freaking this, do I it. Mean, I mean, this is this is the exact same thing that happens in sports. It's the owners yeah. always have the runway because guess what? They have the money. Right? They have so the they money. can sit and they can like it. It costs them less to eat what they're eating as opposed to what the actors and writers who like actually need their salaries. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it's just, it's awful. I hate it. I hate when billionaires, like I, I understand, like, I, I don't know how much writers makes, but with like make 
but with like actors, you're talking about millionaires versus billionaires and right. people are like, yeah, but it's like, yeah. okay, but you enjoy what they make. So like you can't complain and say, just everyone get back to work. That's not how this works. Right. Like, I Yeah. I forget who it was. I think a good point to make is that somebody who's like pretty, I forget. It might've been like Robert Danny Jr. Or somebody, um, somebody was talking about like the strike and he, he was like, honest, he was like, look, I'm fine. It doesn't matter to me right. as far as yeah. like what happens or like how this is structured because I'll be fine. Like I'm famous. Basically, I, you know, have all this stuff going for me. But the reason I'm striking is because of all of the people who are part of our, you know, guild or union who essentially like aren't famous or like aren't, you know, making a lot of money. And this is their job. Like, mm -hmm. so that the, cause my first reaction, if I'm being really honest, when I see like, all of these like rich and famous celebrities in a picket line. I'm just like, this looks, this doesn't look good. <laughs> like, that's like my first reaction is like, this just seems very like out of touch. And then you hear somebody explain it like that. And it's like, ah, okay. Yeah. They're not going to make some stuff. Yeah. I, it's, yeah. this isn't, this isn't like the out of touch in you get in award shows when they're talking right. about, or like hearing Tom, Tom Cruise go off saying people need us, you know, yeah. like it's, it's, this we isn't that. This right. is, this is like, if we worked in a organization where like our CEO was making billions of dollars and we're getting paid what we're getting paid right now. And mm -hmm. like, they're not doing, uh, you know, even uh, the cost of living increase for your bonuses and, or whatever. That's right. what this is. It's the same thing for anyone else who's at any other job. It's just, this is Hollywood. So right. it gets more, you know, it gets yeah. more attention and people just think mm -hmm. it's, actors being greedy but all right well here's what i'll just say to bob Iger being greedy yeah i was gonna say bob Iger, just pay your people like i know you listen to our podcast so just like listen and just pay some people bro you your it's studio dropped 150 million on haunted mansion maybe don't maybe maybe the worst preview trailer i've ever seen in i have, maybe don't i've i've debated because yes haunted mansion did come out this weekend and you know i do typically write reviews for cork bats and this weekend i was like i probably need to go see haunted mansion so i can write a review for cork bats and then i was just like you know what just no yeah. nope i'm not going i'm gonna go live my life and austin you can fire me if you want <laughs> but uh there will be no review for haunted mansion on cork bats I, I mean, people are clamoring for it. it again. One hundred fifty right. million dollar budget, and they're projecting it to make like twenty to thirty million this weekend. So they they put out numbers for also for Blue Beetle, Warner's brother, or Warner uh, Brothers. I don't know how much they who spent making the movie. Who's that for? But the they're saying that the projection of income or projection of box office is going to be somewhere between twenty and fifty million dollars, which is abysmal. And that's not opening weekend. That's entire no. run. I feel like. I had this thought the other day and it kind of goes into the strike a little bit, but I, I feel like we're in an entertainment bubble. Like I feel mm -hmm. like something is about to give to where like, it's going to, we're going to lose streamers. Streamers are going to go away. Well, not all of them, but like, I think Peacock's going to be Peacock's in big trouble. I don't think we're going to have Peacock Good. after the next year. I think there's going to be a few others that go away and then people are going to have to reorganize. And I think that we're going to stop getting so much shit all the time. So that's, you mentioned Secret Invasion, and I'm glad you brought it up because that was going to be my segue into the state of the MCU. And it could be not just the MCU, but just like um, it, like superhero movies. Well, just in the general. fact that Warner Brothers thought the Flash was going to be like their next Dark Knight is right. so damning of executives and what they think people want versus what we actually want. And just, mm -hmm. I don't know, they're so disconnected, I feel like, from reality in a lot of different ways. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. They just don't have a pulse on the people. Right. And so we're getting constant content from yeah. MCU in particular. In MCU for the longest time, up until I'd say probably two years ago, yeah. was consistent. Like very consistent. Everything they were putting out was, you know, if we're looking at Rotten Tomato scores, everything they were putting out was above like 70%. 70 and above, yeah. Um, and then something happened. I think it's just the end of, you know, the there's the, endgame. There's end like game. a pretty definitive ending to a no storyline kind of. 
No, because right? WandaVision after that was great. So, um, Loki, like... Yeah, but it doesn't feel like they're building towards anything like they right. were with Endgame. So For I sure, no, but mm-hmm. what I'm saying is that there was good stuff after Endgame. Right, you're not I think wrong. It's Loki been, was good. Right, I think it's yeah. been gradual. I don't think it was yes. like an immediate, like, Endgame happened and now we're getting terrible stuff. I think it's been gradual since Endgame where the quality and, like, direction of these movies and TV shows are just terrible. Well, part of it now, is I think they chose the multiverse is too big. Yeah. It's too, I feel like it's too open-ended and it's such a trendy thing to but make, base your universe around now. I don't they're know. to the point. They're to the point. I haven't watched Secret Invasion. I don't yeah, honestly plan on watching it. I'm probably it. not going to. And I, I actually I know a little bit of what happened um, and I'm not upset about it. What I am upset about is that apparently they're to the point where they're kind of messing with what was in Endgame. like right, they're yeah. changing the the canon and the narrative arc of what was an awesome like they killed it they killed it with that phase yeah and now they're messing with it and to me that's when that you've jumped the shark yeah to use so, a, a a technical term so i've got the obviously you can see it but the the season one secret invasion overall scores 56 percent for critics 58 percent for audience which is really bad um i haven't watched it either everything i've heard though is that it's terrible and i've gotten to the point where with marvel stuff the last thing i saw was guardians 3 which was good um but again even with guardians 3 it's like where are we going with this What's... well and that was capitalizing on kind of the previous era as well like i don't know what's the yeah. last marvel installation that you actually cared about not that you like enjoyed but that you cared about uh spider-man spider-man i think that's it yeah and that was because that was the last like like, really really good one yeah yeah so i mean just the amelia clark arm that i keep seeing is so brutal looking that alone is keeping me from ever watching this show like amelia clark i like you but she's great just it's it's bad man and so like it kind of goes back into that bubble discussion of like i think there's an, an entertainment or content bubble that we're experiencing right now where it's get everything out, make more and more stuff and spend a ton of money, get no return on it. And eventually like that's going to cause issues. So I think what's going to happen, we're going to lose streamers, which I'm not against. Uh, let's narrow it down on streaming. And then I think we're going to lose. Um, if we're talking to Disney in particular, it goes into other studios too, but we're going to, get this eventual slowdown where maybe we're not getting a new like four or five mcu properties a, a year maybe we're getting one or two again which well, that's I what think it was originally great. and that's why people were hungry for it when it came out right they've they were waiting it. six months or a year in between installations it's just right. not happening anymore so my first like marvel strike i'll call it it wasn't really a strike it was just a disinterest was not necessarily because of the quality of it I just like at that point, like two a year was too much for me. Yeah. And then I went back I and know. watched them and I was like, these are good. These are fun. These are entertaining. It built up to what was awesome with Infinity War and Endgame. Like all that stuff was great. But now it's like there's a lot of them and they're bad. Mine was post Age of Ultron. I, I kind of like took a break after that. And I think it was just because there was I wasn't used to having there was so much you had to watch to build up to that point even back yeah. then. And now just thinking like if you're you never really got into it and you like want to catch up the amount of content you have to consume is probably i, I don't know a, like a full year's worth of years. content if yeah. you just yeah. didn't watch anything else i think my biggest life. my biggest like gripe is that yeah now you have these tv shows which are like technically six seven eight hour long movies yeah that yeah. are important to the timeline yeah. And so it's like, I've got to keep up with those two. Like, I wish they would keep the timeline with the movies so you know what you're getting into. And then you can still have these shows that add context or storylines that aren't important. Like, right. you can mm-hmm. miss them. You can still do like, that and it'd be super enjoyable. Sure. Like, like, Agent Carter was like not super important to what was going on with Captain America, but it was just like a little side story that was very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And it you also can put, doesn't like, help that, that they seem to put all their chips in the jonathan major's basket yeah and now that's like what do we do i mean 
you can't blame I'm not, them. No, I'm <laughs> no. not blaming them for that. It's just that doesn't help. It doesn't like, help. Now doesn't they're help. directionless, and it's like I'm sure they're scrambling and don't know what to do. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Who knows what's going to happen with that? But I don't have I don't have high hopes for that. No. Them landing it well based off of like the current state of affairs. Um, so yeah, that's, um, I think we'll, we'll get an entertainment crash with the strike going on with the amount of content that we're getting currently, something's going to give, and I think it's going to be good. Like it's going to be painful, but in the end, it's going to end up being really good. I hope so. Um, So speaking of hopefully really good content, the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie comes out this week. I, am for one very excited i think the last time i checked it has a 97 percent on rotten tomatoes i'm hopeful as well yes i think the the talent behind this one is uh much better than previous entries i will take a movie made by seth rogan over a movie made by michael bay any day of the week i was just thinking part of it's the animation style or whatever this i don't it's not even really animation what is it it's like it's animation. It's animation. Yeah, it's, that's it, the right. Word. It's like it's, it's like animated claymation. Yeah, it's like thank you for not trying to make these uh, real life turtles. You know, like yeah. that's just it's not going to work. What, Although, what was the last one that was? Was it the Michael Bay one with the Michael uh, Bay movies with the CGI turtles in? Yeah, see, live action with Megan Fox as April. Megan Fox. Movie. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Not good. Then Michael Bay and Megan Fox. It worked for him once, and he tried to go back to the well and didn't didn't work again yeah uh don't recommend it i would say the original live action movies are fantastic now or is the majority of the internet going to agree with me on that probably not if we're enjoy this podcast probably not i i'm in the boat of if you're gonna make another live action ninja turtles movie bring back the guys in suits i don't want cgi i want it to look like a shitty animatronic suit (laughs) that seems real to me those turtles seem like real turtles, in my opinion. Um, and then I actually had a conversation with a friend of mine here in Austin about the original, like, 1990 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles live-action movie. Um, I don't think it has a good score on Rotten Tomatoes, tomatoes or anything like that. Um, but that movie is kind of dark and kind of cool. So I love the turtles. I'm excited. I just missed the Super movie. Nintendo. Oh, yes. Well, there's a game. game. There's Shredder's Revenge. That's like new and it's like the old arcade style. Yeah. What do you call that when you're just walking in a straight line? Whatever. Um, that is. um arcade whatever. style. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> or like Man. a beat 'em up. <laughs> it's a beat 'em up. Right. Yeah. I think so. What I think is interesting about the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie is just Seth Rogen's career arc. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's, Early Seth Rogen was so annoying to me. Like, I don't know. There was something about him just so annoying. And now we're in a stage where I find him incredibly enjoyable. Yeah. Yeah. He grew up. Like, what were some of his recent projects? Um, Platonic. Platonic's Platonic's really good. The Fablemans. The Fablemans. I honestly even liked the long shot, which was a few years old, like as far as. Oh, yeah. It was a decent rom-com that was in the style of Seth Rogen. Yeah, he's he's one of those guys now that if you attach his name to it, I'm going to at least think about it, which Give is it a second look. Yeah, kind of crazy to say yeah. after his middle. And that's not to say run. I didn't enjoy some of his early. Stuff no, like too. Pineapple like, Express yeah, still fantastic. gets me. Yeah. yeah. Super bad. So, awesome. It's yeah. just it's it's been a very interesting to where it's like, oh, now as a creative mind, I trust him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think also the thing it's got going for it is just who they have attached to it. Let me pull it up real quick. But obviously the the turtles are going to be voiced by teenage kids. Yeah. Which is great. Like nobody's yeah. ever thought to be like, oh, they're teenage mutant ninja turtles. Let's, let's make them teenagers. <laughs> let's let's cast only adults. That's all they've ever done. And now it's like, hey, why don't we actually make them teenagers? Which I think is oh. Such a novel idea. Yeah. Um, but Rose Burns in it. Yep. Yep. So the cast is Burn, uh, there's a ton of people in it. It's, you know, Rose Byrne, John Cena, Hannibal Burris, uh, Seth Rogen, obviously, Jackie Chan, Ice Cube, uh, A.O. Itaberry of uh, The Bear. Posties in show. It? Oh, man. Post Malone, Paul Rudd. Yeah. There's just uh, Maya Rudolph. Like, it's, yeah, it looks great. 
like how Seth Rogen is it feels playing. like look he's on the screen six times right there I don't <laughs> I don't want to put like expectations because they're not this high but this feels like a uh into the spider-verse type yeah it does it does have that same kind of vibe it's got 43 45 reviews sorry 96 percent on rotten tomatoes so i i i am very hopeful i'm excited to see it um i'm also excited that this is just coming with being in your mid-30s but it's an hour and 40 minutes yeah man that's great thank you so much Uh oh we lost kevin again it's okay he'll be fine Uh, how do we get him back in here I don't know. There's, there's one in the queue. Oh, it does? There he is. There he is. Hey. Kevin, you got to stop doing that, man. I accidentally just closed my tab. No big oh, deal. No big deal. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it looks it looks, it looks, looks good. I'm excited. So, I thought what would be fun today is, I know Tom's not here, so we can't get everybody, but I think we should do a little, which Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle are you personality quiz? And see which Ooh. turtles we are. Should we take okay. it for Tom? <laughs> As a conglomerate, what we think? Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Yeah. Let me let me get this. Let me Who's your guys' favorite? Uh, I've been. Always... I was always a Michelangelo kind of guy. Yeah, that's. I mean, he seems to be the popular free answer because he's a Leonardo guy. guy. Okay. I was always a Donatello guy. I feel like I was uh, like you. Just you're the brains of the group, the nerd kind of. I also like purple. Like, so I, I, I was like Donatello. My my biggest Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle was the Game Boy game, and so mm-hmm. I rated them based off of what their weapons were. Mm-hmm. And Donatello yeah. has a freaking stick. Like, what is he doing? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's probably not the coolest, but I've always liked the kind of like of it. Yeah, but. Leonardo's got the sword. Yeah, I know. And those are I was always into nunchucks. Nunchucks are cool because nunchucks yeah. are cool. Anyway, so yeah, I've got it. I yeah, let's do but it. But I Tom. would always we will we'll answer for Tom also. But what were you gonna say? I would always play Donatello first because his weapon sucked the most. And so if he died first, I didn't you get care. somebody else. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of a smart strategy. Um I I do yeah, if we're talking just video games, the the arcade game for NES and then Turtles in Time for Super Nintendo. Like, God, those were such good games. So much fun. And there is a new one that's made in the same vein. It looks like it's from Super Nintendo, but it's on, you know, it's on Xbox Game Pass. I know you guys don't have, well, you might have, I don't know. But it could be fun to play together. Maybe we'll play it on stream. Anyways, <laughs> let's go through this quiz. And so we'll, we'll, I'll ask the question. You guys can give me your answers and then we'll give the answer for Tom. So the first question is, Pick a color, and here are the options. Sewer gray, pepperoni red, mozzarella tello, which I guess is yellow, and peach. Pick a color. Who are we doing this for? All You just answer for yourself. I know what I'm going to pick. I'm going to pick out of these options. I'm taking pepperoni red. I kind of want to say, I don't know. And you can pick the same one I picked. It's okay. Give me, uh, give me sewer gray. Sewer gray. Yeah, like that's kind of what I was going gray. for. All right, you got sewer gray. What would, what would Tom choose? I think he'd do pepperoni red. I think yeah, so too. Would. Gosh, it's so predictable. All right, next question. What's your favorite type of art? Is it abstract, cubism, no, pop art, Renaissance? If I'm going to answer for myself, I'm going to say pop art because I like cool stuff. I'm going to say pop art. You're going to say pop art, Tom? Oh, you're typing what is pop art? It's not. It's not abstract. Freaking give me renaissance. (laughs) I'm going pop art. I think that's what. uh, What would Tom say? What was the first thing you said? I said abstract. I feel like Tom would say renaissance. Yeah, I I think think Tom's a classic. Tom's a man of history as well. Okay, I gotta remember what order I did these in. No, well, it doesn't matter. <laughs> in the whole scheme of things, it doesn't matter. I right, no. can mob cap Tom. Okay, cool. Um, what do you do when you're preparing for a mission? Do you meditate? Do you Mm-mm. practice your moves? Do you run through the plan again in your head, or do you relax and grab something to eat? Relax and grab something to eat. Yep. No, it's ands or butts. Same yeah. Tom. Tom's running through the plan in his head. Yes, 
Oh, yeah. Tom's thinking it through for sure. Okay, cool. Next question. Pick a hobby. Yoga, reading, cooking. I have no hobbies. I have no hobbies. If those are the list, that's my hobby is having no hobbies. I'm going to say mine out of these is going to be probably cooking because food. Tom's yeah, would be reading, I think. And Tom would be reading. Yeah. yeah Tom's, Tom's such a nerd. Tom actually likes to read yours was, Mom? books. Cooking. Cooking. Okay, cool. All right. We're all fairly different there. Yeah. We're, there's some variety here. It's cool. Yeah. All right. Here's the next question. Which of these enemies are you more worried about? Shredder, Krang, Repo Mantis, and Hypnopotamus. Um, I will say, I guess I'm not up to date on all the turtle enemies because I only know Shredder and Krang. Of those two... I only know Shredder that I can think of. Of those two, I'm probably going to say Krang because he's like the the boss behind the operation. Do you remember watching the, the cartoon when we were kids? Yeah. Do you remember like the brain inside the guy's stomach? Yeah. That's Krang. Okay. Krang was like... I mean, oh. I'm still more afraid of Shredder. I would say Shredder as well, because that's the... Okay. Yeah. I don't even know the last two. Um, I bet I bet Tom would pick Shredder also. Shredder's just a sick-ass name, too. I mean, everything right. about that guy's cool. So, last question. Pick a quote. Well, that was easy. Dude, you gotta make it to rehearsal. Oh my gosh. Or, I've always liked Cowabunga. I'm going to say, well, that was easy. <laughs> what were the middle two? Uh, middle two were, dude, you got to make it to rehearsal. And, oh my gosh. I think I'll go with the last one. What was I've always liked Cowabunga. Yeah. Give me that that was the one of the last lines in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, Secret of the Ooze. So good choice, Kev. I'm gonna I'm gonna do a bad choice now. I'm gonna do dude the rehearsal one. You gotta make it to <laughs> rehearsal. And then what do we think Tom would do? Oh my gosh. Yeah, I think we all did different. All right. So and then we each get a totally random question. My question is, have you watched the new Barbie movie? Uh Oh, oh, there's more. Never mind, guys. We still got 12 or we got a few more to go. Sorry. I, I thought that was the last question. It wasn't. Um, but here's like the little break in between totally random questions for each of us. Totally random question. Kenny, have you watched the new Barbie movie? Yes. And I loved it. Question for mob. Which of these outdoor activities have you done in the past week? Walked my dog? Yes. Played on a trampoline? No. Ride your bike or scooter? No. Went for a run? <laughs> no doing exercise in your garden no going for walks with your family no playing in the garden with mom and dad no kicking What's a ball the garden no gymnastics no playing in the garden no what is happening with this garden? so you walked your dog that's it cool <laughs> um all right kevin here's your random question oh okay. it's the same one let's do this one for kevin random yeah are you a boy a girl, or I'd prefer not to say. Prefer not to say. Okay. <laughs> and then for Tom. Eh, never mind. I, I bet Tom romped around in the garden. Yeah. Tom well, does have thing, a This website garden. that I'm using, I, I'm pretty sure it's a British website because it asks, like, did you play with mum and dad, not mom and dad? Mm. I translated it for Americanese. Okay. Let's go through the rest of these questions. Not too many left. Uh, okay. Pick a pizza topping, uh, pepperoni, mushrooms, extra cheese, anything you're not fussy. I'm going to say pepperoni. Pepperoni. Yeah. yeah. Same. I think that's, that's what Tom good. would pick too. I think Tom would pick pepperoni also. I think you're right. All right. Next question. Which of your family members do you find the most annoying? Raphael, Leonardo, Michelangelo. And those are the only options. Oh, well, <laughs> the th the fourth option is I like everybody. So is this assuming that we're already done at Tello? Who knows? But which of your family members do you find the most annoying? Raphael yeah, said Donatello. I would have said Raphael because I just I don't like his bad attitude. I feel like me and Raphael would vibe pretty well together. I um, like all my family members. All right, Kev. Who do you, which of your family me, members uh, do you find the most annoying? I don't know. Just give me Michelangelo. Okay, got it. I find myself annoying. All right, I think. 
Tom would say he likes everybody. Yep. Okay. Almost yep. done, guys. Uh, pick yep. a type of turtle. Spiny softshell turtle, red-eared slider turtle, ornate box turtle, or no? <laughs> I mean, I'm going to say no, because that's a hilarious answer. That's no. a great answer. Uh, Give me the slippery red one. The 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 slider the red eared slider turtle yeah yeah okay gotcha I'm gonna take the ornate box turtle because that just reminds me of home all right <laughs> next question uh well what kind of turtle would Tom take probably that spiny soft shell one yeah yeah all right what weapon are you best at using staff sword nunchucks walking stick I like if it doesn't have size. Which is Raphael's. But okay. Um, I, this I, seems I, targeted. Yeah, I want to be best at nunchucks because I think that's the coolest. But all right. Kevin, am I I'm best at them? I don't know. Well, here's the thing. I of all of the options, staff, sword, nunchucks, walking stick, there's only one I've ever really held in my hand to begin with, and that's a walking stick. So I'm gonna take walking stick. I am going to say sword. Okay. And then Tom, what would we think Tom would be good with? Hmm. All of the above. I'll say staff. I feel like I could see Tom wielding a staff wielding pretty a well. Staff. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he wields a staff. <laughs> He's a world-class stick man. Um, what best describes your personality? Thoughtful, creative, serious, half-daft. Again, I think this is a British website. Give so. me half daft because that's just great. All right. Kevin's half daft. I'm going to say half for me, uh, this sounds like a brag, but I'd say thoughtful. Hmm. Yeah, I'm going to say thoughtful. Mom, what, what are the other you? two? Uh, thoughtful, creative, serious, half daft. I'm going to say if I, if I were going to ask for you, I think I know what the answer is. I have no idea. I'm I trying to figure serious. out what half daft yeah you think so, mob's serious you don't know yeah. mob at all every time we hop into the zoom meeting mob is very just like level He's i would just i would describe mob as more thoughtful than serious okay i'll thoughtful. take that all right yeah, what, would we serious. Say, what would we say tom is probably he's serious tom is serious in a thoughtful kind of way let's let's give him serious just a Give you a little variety. I don't think he's that serious. All right, guys. And the last question. Someone tells you your hideout is under attack. What do you do? Do you rush back and sort it out? Do you find out what the problem is before you do anything? Do you get the other turtles and come up with a plan? Or do you panic and ask someone else to sort it out? Um, I'm just under the microscope being honest. I'm going to panic and ask somebody else to do it. That's my answer. I'm probably going to say, uh, what the hell's going on here? So maybe the second one. Is so find what out what was? the problem is before we do anything. Yeah, probably getting the turtles together. Uh, coming up with a plan. Okay, what would Tom do? What's the most responsible one? Tom would do that one. Um, he would rush back and sort it out. Yeah, yeah. He's a good dude. All right, so that is it. So here we go. Here are the results of our Ninja Turtles personality quiz. For me, actually, no. We'll start with Tom. Tom. Yeah. Is Donatello. He's the team scientist and inventor, and he's always thinking, always coming up with new plans. He wears a purple eye mask, and his weapon is the bow, a kind of staff. Stick, Stick man. man. You're always looking after your fellow turtles, finding clever ways to defeat Shredder. Nice. Congratulations, Tom. You are Donatello. Moving on to Kevin. Kevin. Ruh-roh. Let me ask you this. Who do you think you are? I think I'm... Either Raphael or Michelangelo. You're neither. You're Splinter. <laughs> You're not actually a turtle. You're Splinter, the leader of the Ninja Turtles. You're a ninjutsu expert and brilliant strategist. You're full of wise words and good advice, too. Not bad for a mutant rat. I don't think that's at all true, but I am a rat, so I'll take that. All right. Moving on to Mob. Mob, who do you think you are? Oh, pfft. uh shredder nope you're not you're michelangelo the least nice. grown up of the turtles you're yeah. always being, you're See, always making me. you're always get this you're always making daft jokes 
and you usually prefer eating pizza to training. Your weapon of choice is nunchucks, and despite being the joker of the group, you're very useful in a fight. Cowabunga. Cowabunga, dude. I, I would rather eat pizza than work out, so. Yeah. yeah. And here's where it gets really lame. Here's who I am. I'm also Michelangelo. So oh, come on. Boom. But that's uh I'm gonna say results. it. I think that test is whack. Yeah, I, I don't, it's on a website called Bino.com, which I believe is a British children's website. Bino gas. Could be. Bino. But that's no, it. That's no, our like a pill, a, a gas pill, a, a fart pill. Yeah, it's a Bino or gas X. Maybe. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Bino still exists, like the gas pill. So I think you're right. Um, anyways, guys, that's pretty much it for today's episode. We went through a lot today. What a jam-packed good time. Truly. Yeah. Um, well, here's what I'll say. We are the Cineboys. We are part of the Cork Bats Podcast Network. Thank you so much. Um, again, please consider rating, reviewing, subscribing. That goes a long way for us. Um, and, and just thank you for, for listening anywhere you get your podcasts. Um, also, you can find us on youtube.com slash corkbats. Um, that's where we have our video podcasts um, where you can see all of our handsome faces and see all of our funny expressions. Um, so uh, be sure to subscribe to the Cork Bats YouTube page. Also, check out corkbats.com. That's where we put up our movie reviews. Our latest one is of Barbie as well. There's a podcast attached to that one, so I highly recommend it. Probably one of my favorite conversations on three big things because i had it with tommy and laura and it was just a good conversation it's very interesting to have a female perspective because yeah. we never have one we might need it more often yeah we should i i was thinking that when we had the conversation i was like maybe this would be a good thing for us um so we'll look into that a little bit more um so yeah check that out uh again corkbats.com for all your favorite corkbats content and also movie reviews um and then of course yeah i mean you know check us out on social media at the Cineboys, Twitter, and Instagram. Um, but yeah, guys, you got anything else you want to say? I yeah, don't think so. Um, fire oh. Mo. Yeah, actually, fire that guy. Bye, guys.